49ers baseball. This is Nick, as always, joined by Kevin. What's up, Niner Nation? Producer Brad, making it all go. Hey, hey. All right, folks. Yeah, we know this is this is last minute and it's off schedule and it's everything. Okay, we got it. A um, lot of stuff going on this week. Some of it good, some of it not so good. Uh, we'll start with the not so good. Kevin, you guys over there have had a rough week at the Harvard household. Everybody all right? Yes, we are uh, on the mend. Yes, we um, started the week. One of our kids brought home a stomach bug, and it went through the household, and it hit me. Hit me and my wife about Tuesday at. Well, maybe it's Wednesday at twelve thirty a.m. So we're on the mend, but it's all good. So that's good. That's the good news. Uh, so that 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 kind of. You know, that kind of changed things for us a little bit this week. Um, the, the game on Tuesday night uh, in Chapel Hill as well. Um, and then Thursday night, um, um, we, uh, my wife and I were at a at an athletic foundation function that they, they do once a year. It was awesome. I'll, I'll put in a plug about that here maybe a little, little bit later. Um, but, yeah, so everything was just going on this week. Like I said, some of it good, some of it bad. And then – we got to today, and we would have been at the Hayes right now, uh, watching watching the the boys play. But that got changed due to weather. Uh, game started at one o'clock, so that opened up tonight. So we just all kind of exchanged some text messages and said, "Hey, let's let's do it. Let's get on tonight." And so here we are. So one, we like doing this, of course, but there's also our streak. At at uh, at stake here because we have uh, during the season we have done a show every week for five years running. I mean, so it was a streak, and we were not going to let that drop. So here we are. As always, um, if you if you happen to <laughs> if if you if you really have no life and you're hanging out with us on a Friday night, you know, good on you. Um, Chime in. We're out here. We're out here on Twitter, um, the chat function on YouTube, whatever. Producer Brad is is monitoring that. So jump on in. We love hearing from you. Um, let, Kevin, let's 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 back up, man, because because we didn't get a chance uh, this week before. Obviously, you know everybody who's watching this. Uh, knows by now that that the Niners took care of Rice in Game One of the series today uh, by a pretty wide margin with another outstanding uh, outing from Hale Sims. We'll get to that, but let's let's back up to uh, to last weekend. Uh, can, can we go back and talk about the Marshall series? Would you would, would you like to talk about Marshall a little bit? Let's do that. Yes, yeah, the Niners got a a big sweep, much needed sweep uh, on the road. Um, at Marshall last week, uh, Marshall, they hadn't been swept at all this season. Um, first time they've been swept, uh, Niners put up 50 spot on them over the weekend, 50 runs. The Niners scored, uh, they won game one, 11, four game two, 25 to four and game three was a 14 to 12 back and forth barn burner. Um, Overall, great weekend offensively. Had some really good pitching mixed in as well. Um, a lot of uh, rain delays 
Uh, a guys, lot of rain delays. And it was a long weekend for the guys because they of all the delays and the absence of lights on the facility limited the window of playing time. So <clears throat> things had to be rushed around and um, hats off to the guys for persevering through those conditions and getting to sweep. That was much needed. I know you have more on the facilities that you'd like to discuss, Nick. Um, so you made the trip to Huntington. Uh, let us know. Give us your uh, give us your overall experience. Yeah, uh, yeah. So my daughter and I did go up. Uh, we were there on Friday and, and Saturday. Um, you know, I, I think everybody knows by now that Marshall is leaving for the Sun Belt. At the, at the end of this year. And so we won't be playing them next year. And then after that, we're, it looks like we're off to the, the, uh, the American after one more year in conference USA. And all I can say about that, about Marshall, as far as playing them in baseball, good riddance. My, my gosh, good, good freaking riddance. Um, let me, Kevin, I know, I know you don't like me carrying things on my, you know, you, you like it when I get things off my chest, you know, and don't, don't carry that, you know, anxiety and stress and all that stuff. So, so let me just speak on this if I can. First of all, hold on one second. We got to get this disclaimer out first. Yeah, get the disclaimer. Go ahead. Right. Get that disclaimer because I, I got, we, I, yeah, please. We, we, this show is in no way. Officially affiliated with University of North Carolina at Charlotte or Charlotte 49ers Athletic Department. All views expressed on this show are ours only. Well, they're not just ours, by the way, but we're just the ones saying them. So I promise you, we're not the only one with these views. Everyone else in Conference USA has the views that I'm about to express. First of all, state of West Virginia, okay? You charge to get from here into your state to Huntington, to the garden spot that is Huntington, $15.75 worth of tolls, $4.25 for a car, an extra dollar if you're pulling a camper, as I was. $15.75 to get out and 15 or to get in and $15.75 to get out. Folks, the $15.75 I spent to get out was some of the best money I've ever spent. <laughs> what are y'all doing to that money? I mean, like one of the biggest, one of the biggest employers in the state has got to be Tollboos. Good Lord. Okay, that's the state. Now, let me get on to baseball facilities here, Kevin. And let me issue a disclaimer. I am not talking about the players at Marshall University. Okay? The players are college kids trying to do their thing, trying to, trying to develop their careers. They're practicing. They're going to class. They're playing baseball. Okay? So this is not about them. Marshall University. Marshall University Athletic Department. The administration. What are you doing? What in the world 
are you doing? You are hosting Division I baseball in a swamp next to a YMCA with no lights, no stands. We're talking bleachers. That's not bleachers and stands are two different things. By the way, which are rusty, get your tetanus shots. Porta Johns and a barn out of somebody's backyard converted into a concession stand to sell Snickers bars. D1, Conference USA, very uh, one of the top baseball leagues in the country over the years. What are you doing? I, I know, I know, you got these drawings. You got these drawings about your, your, and you got a fence that you put up around an industrial site. And you tell all these kids that by the time you're finished, you'll be playing in it. No, no. It's, it's, it's terrible, Kevin. It's terrible. Those kids, that's because kids playing at Marshall, they are like being held hostage or something. I don't, I, it's like, you know, blink twice if you're okay. It's, it is a it's a bad situation, and it kind of goes on the conference a little bit for allowing this to happen. Um, I know in the past, West uh, Marshall has played their home games at minor league facilities that were an hour away from their campus. That was a bad situation, but but this situation is is much worse. Uh, they're playing, like you said, Division One baseball games at a YMCA. Um, <clears throat> no bleachers. No no no. Nowhere for fans to sit. Nowhere for no clubhouses for for players to get cover. Our guys during the rain delays, like Saturday, our guys sat on the bus for three hours because there's literally nowhere else to go. Um, the dugouts they had a they had a drop cord ran into the dugout for power. It's basically a picnic shelter held up with four by fours that they put cinder block. They cinder blocked in three sides of it. You could just see. You didn't even have to wait for the tweet to find out the batting order. You could just look in there in the bench and Woody and the boys had the guy seated on the little bench in there in batting order, you know, firm sitting at the front of the bench. And then, you know, Dave sitting next to him and, you know, just. You know, they got they got bleachers. They got these these little portable bleachers like the ones we have over in the woods next to the haze. You know, the ones that they got chucked over there in the woods. That's what they sit on there, except for and these are, you know, baseball parents are awesome. They travel. They they, they support their kids. Uh, the Marshall baseball parents bring their folding chairs, their tailgate chairs and line them up along the center block wall behind home plate. Like it's like it's a like it's a a fourteen u, a you know a fourteen u travel ball tournament. This is what Marshall University is providing. It's it's it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. That, and you're right. Conference USA let them do this. They allowed that. I tell you the best idea I heard, and I'm going to give I'm going to give full credit to this to friend of the show Taylor Berg. Shout out to Taylor Berg. 
What's up, Taylor? Taylor said, this could have been made real simple for Marshall. If the league had said, we're only scheduling you on the road until you get some of this stuff fixed, starting with lights, no lights, no home games. That sounds like a heck of an idea to me. Taylor just gave that to the Sun Belt for free as an idea. Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina with a national championship. Going to go play in a swamp. Georgia Southern, Louisiana. Heck, Southern Miss is going with them. Old Dominion. We're talking about people that, that like play baseball. Going to the YMCA. Yeah. And the, the turf, the turf conditions there also, um, the turf that they installed there was was two years older than the turf that we just tore out of the haze. So you can only imagine the condition that was in. You know, I, it's not like I walked on it, Kevin, but just from from um, <laughs> from my location, right next to the picnic shelter, but slightly over from the seven U soccer game, soccer game. Which, by the way, I forgot to throw that in there. One of their soccer rec fields has lights on it. Anyway, that turf, it looked like it looked like the carpet at the old veteran stadium. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like real AstroTurf, old school AstroTurf. Like old, it, well, it had been worn that thin. It had been worn that thin. Marshall, what are you doing? And when the rain came down, center field was like a kiddie pool. I mean, Jake seems to be all right, but he he slipped trying trying to cut off a double out there. Of course, he got the, the batter got credit for a triple. I'll tell you what happened, Jake slipped. I mean, the, the center field in particular was just holding water. They squeegeed a lot of it off. They got a lot of it up, but I mean, come on. When it's out there raining, the ground the ground is saturated. You're a hundred, you, you know, you're less than a hundred yards from the Ohio River. You're on low ground. It's saturated. Then it starts raining. It's like playing. It's like playing outfield on a slip and slide. Give me a break. <laughs> well, <clears throat> somehow we were able to get into three games. Uh, they weren't as scheduled, but we were able to get the three in. Actually, a doubleheader was scheduled for Saturday. Yeah. Um, ended up playing just one. Uh, <clears throat> but scored enough Doubleheader could have been played, too. If, if, if the light, I mean, it had been a late night, but if they'd had lights, the, the weather that evening could have, could have played. Um, by the way, we, we stayed at a, at a campground about eight miles from, from the Y. And uh, we passed a, a high school, Ona High School, O-N-A. Shout out to Ona High School. Ona High School's baseball has baseball field has lights on it. Less than less than eight miles from the Y. Just saying. So, so what you're saying, your overall experience in Huntington was was uh, subpar. You know, yeah, three dubs, three dubs. We left on Sunday morning. We had to get back. Um, but, but thank God, I mean, 
it was it was just gonna be too late. My my daughter had to get back for a chem chem exam this week, last week of class, finals, all that business. And she had she was with me. But um, you know, just uh I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Fans, our fans talk about facilities plans and stuff like that, and they want to see what the facilities plans are and the long awaited master plan and all this stuff. Man, they don't know. They don't know. They think that that and our our facilities our facilities do need to be upgraded, and they are going to be upgraded. But oh my gosh, go go check that out. I I don't. No words, man. I I haven't even I haven't even described it adequately. It's just the, from the playing surface to the the fan amenities. I. I mean, and on top of that, you're 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 closer. You're really close to the Ohio River, but you're even closer to a set of railroad tracks, Kevin. If your kids had been there, you would not have like let them go out and play and just like let them go do their thing because you would have been afraid they would have been hit by a freight train. And this is not like like at Louisiana Tech. It's like out there in the outfield and it's separate. There's a fence in between you. Okay, there is nothing in between you. And the CSX, you know, in, in between, you know, engine, engine number nine. Oh, I, my kids would probably enjoy that. But, yeah, it would make me a little uneasy. Um, let them loose <laughs> in a rail yard next to a, uh, the Ohio, Ohio River. Poor little Blake would have been run over by the Chattanooga Choo Choo trying to watch Niner baseball. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad we didn't go. Um, appreciate your correspondence from the from Huntington. Um, I could tell from the uh, from the Google Maps and all that it was going to be a, a fun experience for you. Um, it's just a bad situation, a bad situation for them, but it's not our problem anymore. We're moving no. on to the AAC. They're they're going on to the Sun Belt, and uh, good luck with. To them in building their new stadium. Um, yeah. Definitely- hey, I'll say, hey, you know, they're going to the Sun Belt. At least App has that one picture taken in the fall when baseball's not being played that they retweet all the time because it looks like that all the time. You know, when, when App rolls in on you and says this place is a dump, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> So, do you like want to issue another disclaimer, Kevin? Because because I just I, mean, I just whatever I'm just, well, I'm, just o- a- I'm over I'm over that it was it was terrible, terrible. Well, overall, we got the three dubs, but we 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 uh, what we came to do we we got the sweep. We moved up in the standings. Um, that twenty five to four game on Saturday was was fun to watch. Um. I won't even get into their, their video production. So you've got it. You've gone in hard enough on them. I'll, I'll, I'll leave them alone on that one. Did but, I leave um, a stone unturned? I'm sorry. Well, yeah. I'll say it was just terrible. 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 I mean, you oh, had a YouTube stream that didn't even have sound. Yeah. Not to mention, at one point, a fly just climbing right in front of everything. 
Yeah, they did have. Yeah, there was a fly around the camera. I did see that. Somebody said, could somebody texted me and asked me to see if I could go get that fly away. And I'm like, I don't think it's the same fly. There are lots of flies here. You know, flies can often be found near carcasses. <laughs> oh, man. So, yes. Um, like that stadium. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy listening to Joe on the broadcast. I did have the video up on YouTube, but I had Joe on the broadcast so I could tell what was going on because you couldn't see third base. You couldn't see the la- the outfield corners. And um, anyway, Joe was, for the ni- Joe was a trooper. I'm sure he was. Um, the Niners got to, got to sweep on the weekend. And hey, Dave McCabe came back. He was named conference USA hitter of the week. Um, he got some national attention for, I think he was co here of the week by National Collegiate Baseball Writers Association. Um, so hats off to, to Big Maple. I mean, he had a huge week. I think he had, what, what three homers in one game? Yep. I think his his OPS for the weekend was somewhere right here. in this number, like 1,800 or something like that for the week. I pulled this up for, for a reason. I just pulled it. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he's, Yeah. Is uh for the weekend five homers, thirteen ribbies, twenty five total bases, slugging one point six six seven, four walks, on base percentage six thirty two. I mean, how did it take them? How did it? How did they only walk him four times? How how, how long did it take them to realize that maybe? Just maybe they shouldn't pitch to Big Maple. It was funny on that one three zero count. He had the green light. He crushed the ball, and I think Darren Spees pointed out in in the uh, video the catcher is looking to the dugout and he just kind of shrugs his shoulders, looking at the dugout. <laughs> I guess they were giving a hard time about the three zero three zero meatball he threw him, but. Okay, here, here's the, we, we we talk about the stuff you won't get in the box score. So here you go. Here's 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 a here's a Niner nugget for you. So there's three Canadians on that Marshall squad, including that catcher who lives about 20 minutes or so, as I understand it, about 20 minutes or so from where David grew up, and they know each other and they've played together and against each other, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In other words, that catcher, the look you see that catcher given his dugout is is like, yeah, told you. <laughs> yeah, you know, three three zero is not not your opportunity to just throw this throw the ball straight down the middle and and let this guy because he's got the green light. Uh, D- David. You know, over at football, you know, they've got the the club lit sign. Well, David's got the baseball equivalent of whatever that is, and it's always lit up. Big Maple's got the green light. And 3-0 don't mean nothing, except I'm getting ready to hit something. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to swing at bad pitches. So, I mean, he's got the green light. He's earned it. And, um, yeah, when you serve one up like that, that's <laughs> that. That was funny. That was it was a funny reaction. So, and oh, they finally he, they, he was toying they, with them. 
they did intentionally. They finally intentionally walked him on Sunday. On Sunday, and it's like his last at bat, I think. But <laughs> yeah, it only took three. It only took three days. It only took five homers and sixteen RBIs, thirteen RBIs. Sorry. Yeah. But um. So speaking of ribbies, our boy Cam Fisher. I mean, two grand slams in in one day. Two grand slams in the same game. And uh, a three run homer the next day. And <laughs> three run homer the next day. And I mean, we set all kind of offensive records. That was uh, that was a tied. Uh, what the, the the three home runs in one game was a tied record. The uh, Cam's eight ribbies was tied. Uh, Saturday, what was it? We hit eight home runs as a team, and that broke a thirty-seven-year-old record. Yeah, or seven. Previous, previous record was seven. Yep, and uh, last time we had a three-home run game was Zach Jarrett. 2017. So it's been a while for that too. So, uh, yeah. Record breaking day on Saturday. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Brad. I was just saying, isn't Cam also on a four game home run streak? He's had a home run in the last four games, right? Yeah. Including today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, You're right. You know, it's funny. We're talking about this today. Um, that, you know, Cam, Cam was, uh, you know, Cam, Cam was going through a little bit of a dry spell there for a while. Uh, but dude, dude breaks out and hits two grand slams. And now they can't, now, now he can't hardly get, get thrown out. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just, he's, he's on it now, which yeah, we, is awesome. We need that. Yeah. He's crushing the ball for sure. And when he's getting out, he's hitting the ball hard too. So. Great to see that. Yeah, so you know, Niners got the Niners got the sweep in Marshall. They got on the bus and and they and they left. They paid their. They also paid their way out of the state of West Virginia. Um, that still gets on me, man. Just, just uh, tolls on interstates. I need to look. I need to effort that. I mean, it's an interstate, but tolls on whatever. And on the on the pitching side this weekend, last weekend. Uh, Easton came in um, after Hale opened the game on Friday, pitched six and a third shutout innings uh, to get the dub. Um, Will Lancaster on Saturday, seven strong innings. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we uh, had some good pitching on the pitching side, too, um, over the weekend. You know, boys did what they had to do. And and that was that's a tough set of circumstances. Waiting out, waiting out the games, sitting on a bus. I mean, like I said, they literally sat on a bus for like I don't know two and a half, three hours on Saturday, waiting on a game to start. Um, started started really raining, and um, we went back out to the out to the truck and uh, sat out there and contemplated life. Took videos of trains. Going by, if y'all saw that, I showed you on the video how close the train tracks were. Um, you did, and uh, you know, it was just a tough set of circumstances. But the guys, the guys did their thing, man. They got through it. Um, we had, we had some. I, I, I think we have to. I think we have to mention this. We we had some fireworks on on Sunday, where um, for whatever reason. For whatever reason, Marshall's coach 
thought it would be a good idea to, at the plate meeting, step across home plate and get into the batter's box with Woody. And uh, those of you, if go see the video. Go about 10 minutes in if you hadn't seen it. Uh, we're watching it live. And um, Marshall's coach had to be restrained. Um, while Woody laughed at him. <laughs> well, look at the video. That's what happened. Yeah, if I just got beat 25 to 4, I wouldn't be too happy either. Well, there were some pregame shenanigans going on there. That's all I'll say about that is, is the Marshall coaching staff was, was uh, their, their head coach. We'll lay it at his feet that he was, there were some pregame shenanigans going on. Um, he got, he got a 25 spot hung on him the day before, and he was trying to slow our bats down. And um, he, uh, he, he, he tried something, he tried some unique tactics uh, to, to make that happen, try to make that happen. And it didn't work. But when he got called out on it in front of the umpires, he, uh, apparently more than likely just embarrassed, you know, that, that, that he tried something and didn't get away with it. Um, I, you know, shout out to our guy, Jimmy touchstone. I, I need to get, I haven't talked to him about this. I want to see, I, I've, I envision, and, and those of you, who know what I'm talking about, who saw the, the, the home plate meeting with Woody and their coach. Um, I, I envisioned that whole meeting, like the scene in tombstone where, where Johnny Ringo, this is after the okay corral and Johnny Ringo confronts uh, Wyatt Earp and them in the street. You remember this, Kevin? And he says, Johnny Ringo, he's, he's, he's drunk. That, that would be Marshall's coach. I want Jimmy to like make the video with like Marshall's coach, like put his face or just, just put Marshall, put a logo on Johnny Ringo and, and, and Johnny Ringo as, as Marshall's coach says, I want your blood and I want your souls and I want them now. And he tried to pick a fight with Wyatt Earp. Okay. Now Wyatt Earp in this scenario is Woody. And if you remember, Kurt Russell is Wyatt Earp. He opens up his coat and shows he has no guns. And he says, I'm not going to fight you, Ringo. There's no money in it. All right? That's Woody. That's Woody at the home plate meeting. I'm not going to fight you. There's no money in it. But in this scene, when the way Jimmy's going to edit it is there are going to be, it's going to be Toby coming from the dugout as Doc Holliday. I'm your Huckleberry. That's just my game. That's, that's what I want to see. <laughs> got Johnny Ringo, Marshall's coach. Wider is Woody. Doc Holliday, Toby Bicknell. I'm your Huckleberry. You buying that, Kevin? Yeah, I hope, I hope Jimmy's taking notes on this so it gets we it all right. Let me get that done. I'm your Huckleberry. That's just my game. That's, that's, that's Toby. <laughs> 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 so, okay. Okay. All right. Let's let's. Okay. let's should, leave, else about- should we leave Marshall alone now? Yes, let's move on. Yes. All right, Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. Made another road trip uh, down to Chapel Hill. Um, Woody's old stomping grounds. We uh, mm-hmm. took on the Tar Heels and uh, I went, to, went to extra innings again, just like last year. Uh, we ended up losing this one 4-3. Um, see, Matt Brooks got a start. He went four and a third. Colby Bruce came in. Geeston came in, pitched well. And then Kramer um, pitched the last three and a third. Um, 
only allowed one, the one run of the walk off pretty much, but he, he kept, kept going, uh, kept us in the game. Um, Fisher hit a bomb, Butch hit a two run bomb. Um, and it was, it was pretty much a pitcher's duel the whole game. Um, good college baseball game. And it lasted what, four or five hours. Seemed like uh, a lightning delay on that one too. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, good college baseball game. Uh, you guys went up to that, Nick. Um, can talk a little bit about uh, the experience in Chapel Hill. Well, they have plumbing <laughs> in Chapel Hill, so uh, quite an upgrade from Huntington. Yeah, there were no Porta Johns. Um, running water, uh, flushing toilets, um, concession stands with hot food, um, lights. Um, you know, just you know, your 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 real luxuries um, there in Chapel Hill. Um, I'm going to say this, a couple of observations. One, Kevin, you and I have been watching Charlotte play Chapel Hill midweek for a long time. Um, and certainly last year was a lot of fun. Um, you know, we've gotten them at the haze before, but one thing I'll say is I think over the years, and even when we won, excluding last year, even when we when we got a W, we were looking at looking at them on the field and looking at us on the field. They like had they had dudes, you know, and, and looking at our two squads, not that we didn't have good players, but just not only quality but quantity. You were looking at programs that were just on two different levels. Okay, in two different places. Um, starting with last year, continuing on now, Kevin. You know, our roster stacks up with them. It it just does. Uh, I mean, in the fact we've played two tight games in a row. I mean, think about the the last time we played them at uh, at um, at Truist. What was that? Twenty nineteen. Yes. Uh, I don't remember what the final score was, but it was, it might as well have been 40 to one or something. It was, it was something like 14 to one, 12, one, was, something like that. Yeah. It felt like more. It felt like more. Cause, cause they scored, then they scored like eight runs in the first inning and then never looked back or something like that. It was, it was, it was not good. Uh, but looking at that in 2019, I mean, and Woodard was in the opposing dugout, um, we we didn't we didn't we didn't have what we needed to compete with with that program and that's over that's over we've played them what 18 19 innings now over the last 2 years well no 19 20 innings all right we yeah. go do we have 10 last last year too yeah 10 20 innings and basically the score is tied so and that's both at their place so um, we look different than we did, and and they—I mean, they do too. But but we're in a different place. This is not, hey, maybe we can upset them. I didn't they, that that that's Tuesday night would not have been an upset. Well, well, last year we were ranked and they weren't ranked. So exactly, yeah. exactly, two programs in two different places. I would have said going back to 2019, we were two programs in two different places. We still are, 
Those are just maybe two different places now. Right. Just saying. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's my take. And, and what, what am I missing, Kevin? Well, I think you're right. I think you're onto something there. Um, there were two good games the past two years with them. Uh, I'm not sure if we'll be going back or not, but um, let's uh, briefly touch on the the controversial call. As oh, yeah. we'd say. Um, let's see. We had second runners on first and second. Um, and was it was it Hobson? Yeah, it was Hobson at the plate, right? Hobson at the plate. He hits a soft liner that was a uh, in betweener, kind of weird off the bat. Um, one hop to the one hopped over to the second base bag, and the shortstop caught it. Butch was on second, didn't really know what to do. He goes, he's kind of in no man's land, whether to tag or not, because he could have caught it, doubled him up, or um, advance. And he ended up, he came back to tag, then realized the ball hit and advanced. Austin Knight was running from first to second. Um, not sure if he knew the guy caught it or not, but he comes in standing up. The shortstop steps. Steps on second base for one out, throws it to first, runners safe at first. And Austin Knight comes in standing up. Uh, shortstop makes the throw to first. Didn't look like a bad throw, it looked like a pretty good throw to me. Uh, the initial call on the field was obstruction, I believe, that Austin Knight obstructed the, 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 the throw to first. And that took us from a, um, we had, we would have had uh, we had one out, men on first and second to a double play out of the inning. Yeah, rally killer. And, yeah, yeah. And Coach Wooder comes out and wants the replay. Mm-hmm. And from there, I was only watching on TV, so you can tell them what you saw. At the stadium. Well, you know, Woody, Woody wanted a replay, which he was right to ask for. Um, and, and that really wasn't the problem. I mean, it was a tense game. I mean, you can imagine, I mean, Scott Ford's their coach and, and, and Woody, um, I'm sure they're both competitive. I mean, we know, we know how competitive Woody is and, and there was, you know, there was a different energy about the game just because, you know, it's, it's, it, you're playing against your buddy, you know, a lot, lot of, lot, lot on, lot on the line, a lot of emotional energy wrapped up in that game. And, uh, you know, Woody, Woody was a little animated. He wanted, he wanted to replay. He wanted that play bad, you know, and, um, they were going to replay the, the, the play. They were going to take a look at it. And that was, that was fine. And, um, the first base umpire, um decided that uh that people had paid their money and bought a ticket to to see him i mean i don't recall thinking i i, I checked my ticket i looked at it. it it had two teams listed it didn't say anything about his name i didn't i didn't see anything on the ticket about anybody paying to see him but um he antagonized our dugout 
pure and simple. Um, rather than taking care of what he needed to do, his job, um, it, it's kind of like uh, not on the same, quite the same level, but if you guys saw the, the recent Madison Bumgarner umpire altercation where they're checking Bumgarner's hand and the guy's just being really creepy and staring at him and rubbing his hand. If you if you haven't seen that, go to YouTube and check out the John Boy um, take on it. It's hilarious. Um, if those of you know what John Boy John Boy Media is, go go check it out. It's 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 hilarious. Uh, don't have your kids. If your kids are in the room, either watch it later or uh, or put some headphones in because he he does lip reading really well and he tells you everything everybody's saying. So don't you know. Like the old Dave Chappelle show, better not bring your kids. You know, don't don't do that. Don't listen with your kids. Right. But it looks like it looked like he was saying, get back in the dugout. Get back in the dugout. And and what he did, and what he did, and um the the umpire continued to make it an issue and and his attention was focused in our dugout. And sort of like the umpire and the Madison Bumgarner deal was antagonizing Bumgarner. Woody felt like that umpire first play base was antagonizing him and, and our dugout. And um, Woody expressed that to him. Don't, don't go do your job. You let me worry about my dugout, you know, go, go do your thing. Don't you have something to be doing? And uh, that got him tossed. Yeah, and that whole thing happened so quickly. I mean, it, he had no wiggle room at all, I felt. Um, he was tossed before he even knew it. And um, unfortunately, um, it, that ejection ended up costing Woody managing today's game uh, to Hayes. So, well, the, the uh, other, another member of the crew, which they have a four-man crew uh, for those games, uh, another member of the crew, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the 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 uh, crew chief came over and and tacked that on, and added, a, 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 you know, on top of being thrown out, he came over and and basically we have a situation where one we have one um, one person who has no power anywhere on the planet except for at first base that night. Um making a, a decision that was dumb and it being compounded by another person who only has say so over three more people on the entire planet. And that happens to be these other three umpires. And he comes over and tacks on a two game suspension for Woody uh, expressing his displeasure in a colorful manner. but. My goodness, two-game suspension? You'd think he bumped an umpire or pushed somebody or threw something at somebody. He didn't do any of that. Yeah, it was. I thought it was a quick trigger, like I said. And um, Absolutely. You hate to see it because it was, uh, like I said, kind of a, like a homecoming for Woody, going back, back to his alma mater. Um, another tight game. Um, and... To see him get ejected like that, it was, it was, uh, it was, um, it didn't really, uh, I mean, 
It, kind it, of it wasn't just. It, was, it yeah, was not just. It wasn't. Um. So anyway, that, I wanted to briefly talk touch on that, and we we spent too well, much I, time. I want to add a couple things about well, that situation. Let me just add a couple little things here. It's my night to. It's my night to add the color. No one has ever accused the baseball crowd in Chapel Hill of, of, well, they're just not on it. I'm sorry. They're not. I mean, like, East Carolina baseball fans, you know, like, I want to beat them, but I respect them, you know, as a fan base. Like, they, they, they know, they know their team and they know, they even know your team when you go to play them. Okay, they do their homework. Um, those folks in the crowd, those 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 folks in Boshamer on Tuesday night, I'm not sure many of them understood who Robert Woodard is. I'm not sure they understood that that was Robert Woodard and and their their all time winningest pitcher, and frankly, one of the people that helped rescue that program in the early 2000s. And I understood it, and it's hard not to understand it, Kevin, because Woody's picture is plastered all over that stadium. I tweeted a picture of one thing just dedicated to Woody, but his picture, he's on multiple, he, and you go in their Hall of Fame, his glove that he used in his college career is on display in there. They've got articles on the wall written about Robert Woodard. And while he's getting run, these, 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 Chardonnay sipping, Gouda cheese eating, blue hairs. Or hey, coach, get out of here, coach. Go, coach, coach, coach. It's your freaking all-time winningest pitcher. Why don't you pull your head out of your ass and get a little respect for Robert Woodard? How about that? Okay. Throw him out. Yeah, throw him out. You're out of here, coach. Coach, do you know who you're talking to? Give me a freaking break. I get it. You're just waiting on basketball season. I get that. Something else, by the way, Kevin. God, you're going to need to issue that disclaimer again. At the, the game went 10. At the end of nine, literally half the people in the stadium got up and left. At the end of nine. It's like we signed on for nine. Oh, it's going to the tenth. Oh well. Back home for tea. And they didn't even have they didn't even have a two hour drive like you did. No, we got in at two a.m. But Biff Thur- Thurston Howe, the jackass, had to get back home for tea and crumpets before bed. I don't even think you do tea and crumpets before bed. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't all that matter. matters. All that matters is today, the Niners beat Rice 13 to 0. And we are one I am game making away. Kevin's job so hard tonight. And I am so here for it. This is like the best episode we've ever done. I feel like <laughs> I signed up for a Jim Rome episode or something. Rack them. <laughs> Rack them. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I, I want to. 
I told we, we the pre-show meeting we had. I, w- I said, well, first segment of the show is going to be Marshall and in, in, in Chapel Hill, and then we'll move on to positive. Uh, well, not okay, the best okay, 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 okay. I'm gonna let you do that. I'm gonna let you do that. One more line. One more line. That's it. That's all I need. I told Woody after that game that he is now officially a Niner because you're not a Niner until you've been screwed over in Chapel Hill. <laughs> the, the rookie, uh, the rookie stripe is off. You're with us now. Well, Just saying. I guess that's that makes it official. I guess it's official. All right. Now let's talk. Let's talk about rice. Let's talk about rice. Let's talk about rice. Let's talk about rice. (laughs) So (laughs) another big, another big conference series this weekend. Uh, We had to move the time up to accommodate the weather today. Uh, Had to move it to a one o'clock start, which is why we're here now talking baseball. Um, Hale got to start. I'm assuming he was uh, scheduled for to be an opener. And was going to go as long as he was, um, as long as he was doing well, he was going to stand. And he uh, pitched phenomenally. He pitched what seven strong innings, gave up only four hits, eight strikeouts, and only two walks, zero runs on the board, and all of that was done with a about an hour delay between the fifth and sixth inning when he went out um, due to lightning. So. I mean, another strong start for Hale Sims sets us up well for the rest of the weekend as far as pitching goes. Um, man, uh, can't say enough about uh, the performance on Hale in the mound of the day. So the question is, you know, I, I think you're right, Kevin. I mean, I th- I, I'm assuming that Hale went out there as, as an opener as well. And as, as I think that in theory, that's been what's happening lately, right? But I, I want to propose an alternate theory. How about Hale Sims is whatever the Hale <laughs> he says he is. He's like, if you give me the ball in the first, get comfortable because I might be here for a while. And right. he's done that several times now. Now, admittedly, and here's what's so important, I think, Kevin. Hale. Hale did not have a good weekend up there in the, the great state of West Virginia. Um, and, you know, that it happens. But the point is that Hale, Hale didn't have the weekend he wanted last weekend. He completely shook that off, rolled out there today, and said, open what? I'm, I'm here. We're I, An hour delay? Whatever. I mean, I'm thinking there's no way Hale's going to come back after after this. We've, I guess we've burned Hale. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's he says, I'm, back. I'm, going, I'm going back to the mound. Two innings after an hour, uh, an hour delay. So, yeah, very impressive. Um, and, I mean, Quentin Martinez came in for an inning, another shutout inning, and um, Michelson, Evan Michelson, he – Made his first appearance in at least a month. Um, oh, it's longer maybe than more that. Than, maybe more than that, yeah. It's longer than uh, that. He pitched the last inning to, to combine for the combined shutout 
Um, I don't think we've seen Michelson since March. Yeah. You might be right. I think you're right. Um, and then go along with the pit, great pitching performance. We had an offensive explosion. Uh, what, four homers, three-run homer by Fisher, two-run bomb by Jake, uh, three-run homer by Hobson, and then a two-run shot by McCabe. Um, go along with an RBI double from Tyndall. Um, man, a lot of runs on the board. It's good to see the offense cranking. It's good to see the pitching cranking. And uh, man, it's one of the one of the one of the most complete performances we've we've had this year. I think um, you can't ask for, you can't ask for more than that. No, um, ha. I mean, there's not a there's not a single there's not a single thing to say about that performance today that that didn't. I mean, just exceed expectations. I mean. You know, and, and shout out. Okay, we got to get this out there. Uh, yeah, Woody. Woody was serving. He's and and is still serving his two game suspension. Um, Coach Bick was 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 in the skipper's chair today, and and he went and got that done. Now we did a little we did a little effort on this. Okay, um, we here at Diamond Niner Report are officially listing. Toby's career record as one and zero. Um, I'm told that there was at least another game uh, at Air Force, and maybe that game did not exactly go so well, uh, where where Bick had to step in and be the skipper. But um, you know what? We say anything we want. Well, I say anything I want to on this show anyway. So I'm throwing that result out. Coach Vick, one and zero. He's one and zero as a Niner. That's as a, as an acting skipper of a Niners. So um, yeah, we'll quite that. frankly, what else matters? That's right. It doesn't. Nothing else matters. You're right. Um, congrats to Coach Vick. Uh, whatever you did today, fired fired the squad up for sure. Do it again tomorrow. Yeah, let's do it again tomorrow. Get him, Toby. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, a lot of offense, great pitching. Only uh the down note uh today, I did see I mean, Austin Knight left the game early uh with an injury. It looked like a foot injury. I think I think I saw him in post game with a with a boot on. So uh it's unfortunate think, to see. I, I I have I have a sneaking suspicion that Austin has been a little more dinged up than he's let on uh over the last little bit. And um, has been trying to play through it, and maybe, um, maybe we're just at the point where we need to get Austin a little bit of, a little bit of treatment, a little bit of rest, and uh, see if he can't. Because uh, because it's obvious. I mean, look, look, people people that if, if people that watch this show, especially if you're watching at this point, uh, if you haven't turned off during one of my rants tonight, um, you know the the, the Austin night. Um, particularly at the plate, the Austin Knight that we've been seeing for the last little bit, that's that's not him. You know, we know what he's capable of. We know what he can do. And um he's just he's just been a little beat up lately. And um, you know, that's 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 taking its toll. Um, so it's good. It's good that we were able to get him out of the game. 
uh, because of the, of the score. And, um, you know, hopefully we can get Austin feeling, feeling good for the stretch run. Cause we need him, we need him, you know, we, we, we need Austin Knight. That's just all there is to it. That's right. We sure do. Um, looking ahead to tomorrow, we got, we have some scheduling news on tomorrow's game. Tomorrow's game has been moved up to 11 a.m. Uh, to try to avoid some of the weather coming into town. Uh, so, breakfast baseball tomorrow at Saturday at the Hayes. Um, we're going up against Alex DeLeon. I don't know if you remember him, but I did look him up. He was the he pitched against us last year, uh, the last game down at Rice when uh, the rain shortened game. He pitched the five innings shutout against us uh, to get the win, the five inning win last year at Rice. So um, we owe him a little bit. We owe him, we ha- we didn't score any runs on him last time in five innings. So hopefully we we can um, break through on that tomorrow. Think about calling Ponce. Anybody will will get that. Just calling Ponce. If my if my last name was DeLeon, I would go by Ponce. Just that's what I would do. That might be his nickname. I don't know, but it would be mine. Totally. I'm sh- I'm sure the uh, student section has gotten got their research down on him, and we'll be letting them hear it tomorrow. Hopefully. Well, hey, can, can we throw in? Can we throw in a shout out? You is, you bring this up. I mean, yeah, we're always shouting out the students. Um, those boys, those boys down there are are going at it, uh, and it's awesome. But while we're at it, let's uh, Blake Jackson. Blake Jackson is a phenomenon. If you hear. I mean, you know, Blake, Blake, Blake Jackson, let me back up a little bit. For those of you, again, if you're listening to us and at this point, you know, I mean, Blake Jackson is a heck of a ball player, won a national championship uh, at McLennan, Juco national championship at McLennan last year. And their two hole, batting two hole, um, had went like, what was it, four for four or four for five in the semifinal game with like five ribbies? I mean, just he's, he's just a, he's just a player. Um, got hurt here in the preseason uh, and was working his way back and got back on the field and was just kind of trying to put things back together when he when he got hit by a pitch uh, on his finger, broke his finger. And so Blake... And the umpire called that a foul ball, by the way. And the umpire called that a, fu- a foul ball with a broken finger. Um, and ever since then, Blake has taken it upon himself to keep our dugout mixed up, stirred up, fired up, you know? And, um, man, I'm going to tell you what, there, there are, there are some people that don't know how to take him. All right. Let me make a list for you, Kevin. Everyone in Huntington, West Virginia, they're on the list. Blake Jackson now lives rent free in Huntington, West Virginia. That is if he ever wants to live in Huntington, West Virginia, rent free all weekend. Chapel Hill, North Carolina, rent-free. Niner fan message boards, rent-free. Because we have some some internet fans that are so delicate. 
that it hurts them to watch our boys play and be able to hear Blake on the ACC network saying, do it, do it. Oh, well, the one of the main reasons you can hear them in Huntington and in Chapel Hill is because there's no crowd there and there are no fans cheering. Um, so you can hear everything that our, our dugout is saying. They did that, have that. the dugout turned way up, at least um, when I was watching on Tuesday. It was way up. Well, let me just throw this contrast out there for you, Kevin. There was no other noise in Huntington because there's no one there. And the soccer player, the, the, the 7U soccer players had all left, so you couldn't even hear them screaming in the background. Uh, in Chapel Hill, there were plenty of people there. But they don't, they don't make any noise. So both places are quiet. You're right. They're just quiet for different reasons. Um, and, uh, but Blake, Blake's doing an awesome job. This dude just wants to contribute in some way. And everywhere you go, the opponents are anytime anything happens, you hear, you hear the response back, do it, do it. It's like, thanks for letting Blake know that you care. That's right. And, and he got, he got a few, ang- I saw a few angry tweets. <laughs> <laughs> that he, that were 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 some hurt fans. Some fans were hurt over some of the some of the screaming, I guess. And uh, there, there was a few angry tweets that I read the other night. And it was it made me laugh. It made me feel better because for Blake to upset those people so bad. Um, I'm just trying to watch my heels. And who is this ruffian in Charlotte's dugout? Oh my! Yeah, freaking break. Hey. Deuce Brad is dying. We should, I thought about I thought about getting those tweets and reading them. Those those mad tweets, but I don't know. That would be a great thing to do on this show. Like if we could if we could build up like some quantity of angry tweets and read them. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, maybe for a, maybe that that's an idea for the future. I'll go back and save some so we can on on Blake Jackson Senior Day. Let's have our R and D department work on on that on that concept of a of a a mean tweet segment. That'd be good. Uh, yeah. So on Blake Jackson Senior Day, we'll we'll read we'll read off all these mean tweets that people have about him screaming in the dugout. You just keep on doing it, Blake. That's do it. It's, <laughs> it's awesome. Keep going. So, all right. Tomorrow, 11 a.m. baseball. Uh, tailgate. Now, the weather the weather report actually looks a little better today or for, for tomorrow than, than it did for today's weather. Um, we're going out there, man. Rain or shine. Um, plan right now, donuts and coffee uh, in the morning. Um, and... Uh, we're gonna put some. We're gonna put some meat on the smoker and um, eat after the game. How's that sound? So well, yum. Yeah, you you know where to find us, you guys. If, if like I said, I keep coming back to this. If you're listening to this at this point, you know where to find us. We'll be out in front of the haze. Um, a lot of folks been 
exchanging texts, phone calls, everything else, trying to get stuff lined up. 11 o'clock, first pitch. So let's um, let's hang out. Let's have some coffee in the morning, uh, maybe a donut, blueberry muffin, something, whatever. But um, let's plan on let's plan on tailgating, uh, doing a little doing a little mid afternoon post game. I don't know. It's a late lunch. Call it that. How about that? Post victory celebration. Well, you know, um, on our, our tradition, and I even kept it alive, Kevin, uh, last Saturday is post game Saturdays. We do, uh, we do a cheer wine and, uh, was up in, up in Huntington, had cheer wine with me, had a cheer wine after the game on Saturday. Um, so, uh, let's drink some more cheer wine tomorrow. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. That's what we need, Brad. We need. We need a we need an audio of Blake doing that so that we can just like hit a button and and you know a little clip of Blake doing his thing. I can we need that. Well, if we get the recording, which I can do, we can make that happen. I feel like I need just, that in my life. Just go down to the dugout tomorrow and record it. All right. Probably record it from our seats. <laughs> Well, you see, you can't you can't hear him as 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 well as you can on on those TV broadcasts we heard because we have there fans in the. I'll just stick so, this right in his face. Just yeah. say, "Do it." <laughs> <laughs> so we we have the fan noise at the Hayes, so it's it's you can't, it's not as distinct. So plus, we're facing a different way. We're facing, I guess, the same way as the dugouts are. So anyway. I understood what you meant. Thank you. Um, I think everything on my list has been checked off for to talk about. Here, um, I got something. Com- let, let, let's look at Conference USA oh. scores right now. I got some live yeah. scores for you. You want to hear those? So right let's now, top of the ninth in Hattiesburg, uh, Old Dominion is leading 3-1 over Southern Miss. Top of the ninth. Southern Miss, we need to, we need to look into this a little more. Southern Miss has got some injury problems, it sounds like. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, what they're down, uh, but to 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 Southern Miss, if if that is in fact true, uh, and Southern Miss is experiencing some injury problems, um, I say to them, "Welcome to our world. Come on over. Um, we're just we're trying to get healthy, and um, still still pretty beat up. Not as beat up as we were, but not as healthy as we need to be. So, you know, if you're having injury problems, cry us a river." Uh, bottom eight. Uh, oh, you ready for this one? Bottom eight. Uh, this is in this is in Ruston. FAU ten. Louisiana Tech nada. Wow. Wow is right. That series that series next weekend is going to be going to be big. No, no matter what, it's going to be both both of those series coming up are going to be big. These are our next two opponents. Yep. FAU in in Boca, and then Tech in at the Hayes in in uh, in two weeks. Ten nothing. FAU. Wow. You know what's happened is is the the the, the conference USA standings they like stretched out 
And there, there was there was a big gap between the top and the bottom, or at least the, the top eight. But now over the last few weeks, they've just it's it's all coming back together. The field is, you know, we're gonna wind up in an eight-way tie. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's probably not I'm sure that's not possible, but that's the way it feels right now, is everybody's coming back together. Yeah, I thought Southern Miss was gonna at least clinch a spot in the tournament last weekend, but they uh, got knocked off by UAB. UAB. Um, so yeah, I was, and this week everybody's darling is UAB, and they got swept by us two weeks ago. Well, let me to your point. Let me just bring you up to speed on that. All right, let's, let's hear. It. At the end of the seventh, this is this is in Bowling Green. At the end of the seventh, Western Kentucky seven, UAB three. Western Kentucky five and sixteen. Of course, this is Friday. Their Friday guys, their Friday guys, pretty good. Um, you got us um, downtown, but still, that's that. You know, everybody. You're right. Everybody's all of a sudden. Oh, UAB, they're so great. Did you look at what happened the weekend before you started following them? <laughs> yeah. Let's keep on going. Top seven. Down in uh, da- down in uh, well, crap. Where is FIU? It's not in Boca. Miami, Miami, it's Miami proper. It's somewhere down there. Somewhere it's south of Mickey Mouse. Um, Middle Tennessee three, FIU four. That's a twelve win team and a five win team in FIU. Uh, uh, and basically everybody that we're chasing right now so far is is losing now except for, except for FAU yeah but they yeah yeah where we couldn't now here's the other one uh your final your final score update uh top seven uh in in San Antonio uh Marsha 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 two San Antonio five top seven you gotta feel like you gotta feel like San Antonio is Gonna gonna take gonna finish that up, but you never know. Well, you never know. This at the, if Middle Tennessee loses, if UAB loses, between FAU and Tech, somebody's gonna lose. Um, that's something we've made it to the top of the ninth in Hattiesburg. It's now four to one. The ODU has added another run to the top of the ninth. They're up four to one in Hattiesburg. A team that we took the series from in Norfolk. Yeah, we got the tiebreaker over them. So, and they'll if they hold on to win, they will re- remain tied with us. Um, so just got to keep winning. You know, here's what's going to happen though. Um, it's not necessarily. I mean, it's it's interesting. It makes things interesting for us. It makes things interesting for the conference tournament. But it's actually hurting, um, hurting the league in one in at least one way. I mean, Southern Miss. It has has been in line for like a, a top eight national seed, and they're trying to play their way out of it right now. Yeah, and La Tech, we we we've got a couple bubble teams that are uh, somebody needs to somebody in our, in our conference needs to step up and make it a two bid at large team. Um, at, I wonder a two who bid should league. do that. Who should do that? <laughs> well, I mean. 
there's a team in there that, that that's on pretty hot right now. Like one that, 10 of 11. Uh, yeah. And just getting healthy, including promising back in bullpen guy, just getting back on the field today. Yeah. I mean, and a guy who might be leading the country in home runs by the end of the weekend or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, uh, look, don't place limits on days. Yeah. Four homers today from, from our squad. So we had what 70 coming into today. Yeah. Dave, Dave and uh, Dave and Cam. Of course, Cunningham. Cunningham's in that race. Yep. And one final thing that we didn't work in, or one thing that we didn't work in, we're still leading the country in walks. Seven. seven, seven almost seven, seven today. Game, right? Well, yeah, six and a half per game going into today. We got seven today. So we're only bringing that average up. So, yeah. What do they do? They get on base. Get on base. They get on base. <laughs> oh, Feet's uncle. Jim Rome couldn't tie your shoelaces. Uh, I, you know, I appreciate that, but Jim Rome wouldn't have to tie our shoelaces. He can pay someone else to do it. Wasn't it his, isn't his producer and in, in, uh, their producer in Charlotte grad? He is. Uh, uh, um, Get his name. Garrett Ritt. Isn't that right? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Charlotte grad. Right. Um, remember that we have got to get up with him because, believe it or not, Charlotte baseball was discussed on the Jim Rome show one time. Um, and it was hilarious. Um, I the, tried to find the Fordham? clip. I couldn't. Yeah, we've it. tried to find it. He could, Garrett could help us if we could get, if we could get a relationship with him. We could get the clip. Jim Rome talked about Charlotte baseball on the show. Um, was it Fordham's coach that got, he, he was detained at LaGuardia yeah. for having a handgun. He had a nine millimeter handgun in his bag. They were flying, this is the 8 10 days. Fordham was flying down to Charlotte for a series and he got arrested. He got detained for having a nine in his, in his carry on. And he told the TSA that, that he had forgotten that it was in there and they were on their way to play us. And that made the Jim Rome show and Rome did a whole take on their coach. And it was uh, uh, Rome. Some, you know, you, you either take him or leave him, but this whole thing, he's like, Coach, what are you doing? I know. Hey, look, I get it, man. Charlotte, Charlotte's tough. Tough series coming up in Charlotte. But, bro, that nine, not going to help. Not going to help. Leave it at home. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. Like that nine. The nine, nine's not going to help you in Charlotte, coach. Good baseball school. We got to get that clip. I almost drove off the road. I had no idea that was going to happen. I was driving down 85. I about drove off the road laughing. Yeah, we need to get Charlotte that. Charlotte baseball on the Jim Rome show. We need to get that uh, 
and use that as our, our show open. <laughs> no, it's a tough series in Charlotte. That nine, not going to help. <laughs> All right. I got to go. Kevin, I got I got, I got some, some tailgate prep done. I've been in the store. Um, I got a little prep done, but uh, I got more to do. So I, I, I got to go. <laughs> yeah. I got to go. Yep. I got to go too, man. We got baseball right, tomorrow. Um, Hopefully the weather holds off. We'll see. If the weather doesn't hold off, maybe I'll see you bright and early for the tailgate. Yeah. the We got to catch a break. It, it, it's last weekend. The weather was just terrible. On top of everything else, the weather was just terrible. And then, and then today, you know, they, they actually once we got through that delay, weather got got really good. I mean, it was muggy out there. But uh, we we tomorrow we just we just need a break. We just need we just need some baseball weather. It's this has not been the greatest year for baseball weather. Going back to, I mean, you know, you expect it in February, but um, March and April were kind of tough too. Yeah, we haven't had really we've had one one good day of tailgate of. of Great yeah. tailgating weather, yeah. And uh, we got two more Saturdays at the Hay, so and the last one is going to be Senior Day, so hopefully yeah. we get a good a good weather day for that one. Yeah. So come on out, folks. You know where to find us. Um, get out there. It's Bark in the Park tomorrow. Um, so bring bring your dog. Maddie Maddie has uh, Bilo all geared out. He's he's going to be he's going to be repping the Niners tomorrow. Yeah. Just remember to register. Go online and register your dog. I think, yeah, you got to do yeah, that before it's, you. It's a really quick form. Maddie says like four questions, nothing big. You just have to sign off on a thing that basically says that if your dog, you know, if your dog chews someone's arm off, it's not their fault. <laughs> um, yeah, get out to the haze tomorrow. This is we're coming down the stretch. It's big. Get out there. Um, it's 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 time to, especially with some of the scores we just looked at. It's, it's time to make a move up the standings. The opportunity is there. So let's go. All right, folks, we're we're beyond time again. I still don't know how we went an hour, oh, what, an hour 20, I think, Brad. But uh, it was probably all of my rants, but w- whatever. I feel better. This is therapeutic. This is I should be paying you two for, for this therapy. So let's get on out of here, folks. We're, we're done. I promise. I'm, I, I apologize for, for the preceding all the preceding content but we're done now uh reach out to us find this podcast wherever you find your podcast hit subscribe so you can be notified anytime more of this awesome content comes out reach out to us on social media we've got twitter facebook instagram still no tiktok still not gonna have tiktok this has been nick along with kevin and producer brad it's time to go to bed so you can get up bright and early and we'll see you at the haze. Go Niners.